0: Welcome to Conversations with Kit. I'm Kit, a Danish girl living in California, Bay Area, and I'm obsessively fascinated by relationships and dynamics between people. Why we do what we do and our impact on other people is what this podcast is all about. I'm a relationship coach, mediator, a mentor, and a knower of people. If you want a better, up-level, or simply understand any of your relationships better, including the relationship you have with yourself, you've come to the right place. Hey, you wonderful human beings out there. Um, It's been a while, and that's because I think the downside to reality TV got to me. It's now been three. And also, I miss keeping up with the Kardashians. It's not on yet. I'm anticipating and I'm waiting. Um, Jersey Shore, I'm still watching the Jersey Shore. Haven't felt that inspired to say anything about that. But The Bachelor. Oh, The Bachelor. Three episodes have now passed since I last recorded an episode. Oh, and it's basically because I feel I feel a little sad on behalf of all the people that are on this show to find love because I feel like it's just been more about the drama than anything else. And I know that it makes good TV. I have my disclaimer that I say every time. This is my personal interpretation and opinion. And I know that the TV shows need to promote the drama. And that situation also presented to us as viewers um, in maybe not chronological order. And it might have happened differently. So this is just my, you know, individual and personal take on how we could take the drama away and soften conflicts without pointing fingers. Um, and yeah, I don't know any of these people personally. I follow them a little bit on Instagram and I have nothing but love and compassion for these people because they put themselves out there for the world to judge. Um, and I know that everyone is doing their very best in the moment that they can at that particular time and especially take into consideration that it's so out of their comfort zone. But what I think I'm getting more and more aware of and, Again, I'm fairly new to The Bachelor, so I don't I don't I haven't I don't have a lot of the of um viewing experience under my belt under my belt. I must um admit but a lot of the emotions and a lot of the feelings that these people are going through might how do I say it? might be a little different because they're on tv i don't know how else to say it i just obviously feelings can develop and obviously this show so for you who has not um who've not been watching the previous three episodes of the bachelor and maybe you're listening to this in the future and you were like, what season and who are we talking about? And what are we talking about? So what has been going on for the past three episodes is basically just new women got brought into the mix. What was that? Like three weeks in? So they had to compete with the, with the women that had been there from day one he chose to keep some of the new women um and a lot of the old women felt very bitter and resentful and that led to some some bullying i will say a little bit of you know mob um mob um oh what is it called mob uh like, they, they, you know, you, you follow, you kind of follow the leader, you can all agree on, like, they're the bad guys, and we're the good guys, and, you know, us against them, and it just became really nasty at one point, and a couple of the girls, the, the women, I should say, um, just became really, they weren't that nice, and a lot of them... Or a couple of them. Obviously we don't know what's been going on off camera. We only see what's on camera. But the way that it's presented to us as viewers. Are that you know. Some of these women are very. You know basically very bitter. And very you know annoyed and frustrated. And and angry. That these women all of a sudden come in and mess with. Whatever trajectory they had in their head. And whatever plan they had um they had like outlined for themselves and how this were this were gonna play out because you know they have the cocktails party cocktail parties and then they have the double dates and and then they have the one-on-one dates and even though they don't know who goes on the one-on-one dates and who who goes on the who goes on the group dates well at least it's time with matt to kind of, you know, make the connection. And it's it's going to be this episode. I basically just wanted to express all the things that have been going through my mind for the past three episodes. One is, a couple of the girls did not, how do you say, admit to being bullies. And I'm not sure that they, in real life, would have done the same thing as they did in the house. Obviously, there is tendencies. Um, so obviously, they, they you know, one can only question what would have, if this had happened in like, quote unquote, real life, how would they have handled it? So that's kind of, you know irrelevant because this is real life they chose to go on a tv show they chose to you know get pushed get like get get far out of their comfort zone to 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 test themselves and to basically find love probably also to be seen and to be heard a little bit because why else would you go on the bachelor um and that had um, consequences because some of the women were sent home because they were mean to the other girls, which I found very fair because they, it it got a little out of hand. It got very very harsh at one point. Like to, to it was unnecessary to to take it that far. But. The TV show kind of, and I know they're kind of bored, and I know they can't do much, and I know there's not a lot of time with Matt, so they just sit around and basically are a little bored and have a lot of time to to be in their heads and to to... To figure out where to put the blame and the responsibility for their frustrations. And it's easier to put them on others than to put them on themselves. Because they initially chose to put themselves in a situation where they had absolutely no control whatsoever. Um, so again, you know, it's easier to blame other people than it is to take responsibility for your own actions. But anyways... So when that was dealt with and that took a couple of episodes I feel like all of a sudden it dawned on me and it might you guys might know it the 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 the, the you know those of you who have watched The Bachelor before they only like all it they all of them seem to know each other when I found out that Matt's roommate and best friend had been on The Bachelor I was like what the What it's that that's just, and I know obviously it's a big community. They it have millions of viewers, and it has it has seasons on seasons and seasons, and the people who have participated in the Bachelorette can you know come back as a bachelor and vice versa. And but I was I don't know if I was I think I was a little disappointed to find out that Matt room or roomed with and are best friends with another bachelor because then it all of a sudden becomes i just feel like they they know something and they have like somewhat of a they they have a what is it called in english um they're like a step ahead in some sense because they know people who've been on there And if they know people who have been on there, they might also know some of the people that have, you know, competed for this person's love and affection. And, yeah, it, it just, it became a little, I'm not saying shady, because this is how it goes, I'm very well aware, but... It would just be nice if they didn't all know each other in some sense. It would have felt refreshing. It would have felt new. It would have felt innocent. It would have felt not calculated. Um. Anyways, that was another thing that I didn't like. And then Heather, a woman who apparently was on another Bachelor season all of a sudden decides that she wants to be in the race for Matt's heart. And I don't believe that she drove all the way to meet Chris Harrison on another side of the gate to beg him to let her be amongst the women. Obviously, th- this must have been like staged at some point because they just want to throw these poor women. I, I can't even, I, I can't even start to, to imagine how tough, how hard, how heartbreaking, how frustrating, how hopeless this must all feel when. New women coming in, new women changing up the rules. Matt is not in the mood for a cocktail party. We're going straight to the rosary. All these kind of things that are just being done and they just have to be okay with it. Like, again, I, yeah, I have so much respect for these people that are doing this to themselves, but they also need to be, they need to take responsibility. For the fact that they did this to themselves. That they do. That they chose to participate in a TV show. That cares more about viewers than an actual marriage. Obviously, it is nice. And it is beneficial for the... um, Oh, hi Kelly. It would be uh, beneficial if they... um, You know, if every season ends with... You know, marriage, and then they have kids. But because there have been so many seasons now, I'm pretty sure that the show ca- don't really care. You know, then they have a then then they have a lot of gossip. They have a reason for you know, even if people get divorced or whatnot, like it doesn't really matter because now it's a whole thing in itself. If they find love, that'll be nice. But yeah. And i I just feel like that's so sad because that's why I watch it. I watch it because I feel like it's real people with real emotions, obviously these people have been casted, so I'm sure they have some they have some sort of um what do you call it they have a personality that is. Can you say eligible for TV? Which means that they might, you know, they don't have a problem crying on camera. They don't have a problem um, standing up, if you want to call it that, for themselves. Which means calling other people bitches and throwing tantrums and, you know, being somewhat dramatic. And um, so obviously, you know, they need to be able to, you know, do that. Hi, cat. It's almost dinner time. The cat, the dog visited me, and now the cat is visiting me too. Um, So, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just a little disappointed in the whole thing. But now, I, now we're finally getting down to, you know, it's hometown week next week. Which means that he has to, there were eight girls um, after the rose ceremony. And only four girls are going to hometowns. So he needs to um, send home four girls. And he's working pretty fast. But I also, and that's, you know, all the way, all the way to my very, very first episode. I know this is episode 10, but like. Nine episodes ago, I talked about how, you know, because it's all about time and what-ifs. And I, I don't believe in what-ifs. I don't believe that any of the girls that Matt at this point have sent home and that all the girls that he eventually will not end up with, I don't believe and 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 obviously it's easier said than done some of the girls have implicated this and i find it um very also because a lot of them are i don't know how i would have handled a situation like that when i was 24 um first and foremost i would never have gone on a show like that but so i'm 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 pretty you know i admire some of these young women like being so insightful and be like okay well I guess then that's you know how it's supposed to be but there are girls that talk about what if and I know that there are two that there that that you can kind of operate with two two what do you call it two different kinds of um of perspective there is the you know we live on this earth and we live uh, this human experience, um, and we have to, and, and so our emotions can't, like, we're invested in this guy, we're invested in the process, we have built so many, um, we have so, we've had so many visions, we have, we have a narrative in our head, and we have, you know, envisioned all these amazing things, so we, he says, you know, uh, not gonna happen, obviously, the, 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 the reaction is but what if and this could have been amazing and why couldn't he see what I saw and I feel rejected all those all those type of things which I completely understand that we have to go through which is also why I admire some of these girls are being like well then he's not for me like if he didn't appreciate it and he couldn't see it or he couldn't envision it and he couldn't he didn't feel it then you know it's not for me which is how I feel like th- th- that's the case. If he can't see it, then there is no what if, because the what if, yeah, it could have been a brief fling, but it would never be anything that lasted. Like there is, there is no, I don't believe that anyone, that anybody ever miss out on a future that potentially could be better than what you end up with. I always, always, always believe that we are exactly where we're supposed to be. And you might have heard me say this before, but I will continue saying it. So even though we feel like doors are closing, doors are closing, we feel rejected, we feel rejected. I truly and wholeheartedly believe in rejection. Is redirection, um, and I also believe in multiple opportunities. I don't believe that anyone is ever, you know, missing out on anything. I believe that you know, if this doesn't go, then another thing will will show up, or another opportunity will present itself, or another um, door will open and i and it's and it's obviously so hard to to believe and to and to and to feel because obviously we can't feel it in the moment when we're just so feel so rejected and on national t v like I can't even imagine anything worse than that, but um that's truly how it is, and I also believe that. Mattis, I think he's having a great time. I feel like he was making out with the girls very early on, like kissing, kissing, like all the time with all of them, which is and I and I maybe in Bachelor season two, like people started getting used to it. But to me, it's like, oh, he is, you know, he's leaning in for, you know, the kiss A lot. Which I get. You know. I get it. You have to do it. Because you. Have to. Like get a sense of. Like. The energy. That's um. Um. The energy that exists. When you don't talk. Obviously. Um. But I. I think that he. I think. Or obviously this is just me i think he has a he has a very clear idea on like the few girls that he potentially could see himself with and that has nothing to do with Obviously, in some sense, it does, because now they've spent like four or five weeks talking to one another about how they want their lives and how blah, 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 blah. But when it comes down to it, and this is, let me just um backtrack to what I said, I don't know, five minutes ago about me saying this on the very, very first podcast. It has nothing to do with checklist, like, certain values of course it does because of course he would have you know of course he would have eliminated people that were opposites him but when it comes down to it it comes down to this untangible feeling that he have because that's what it's all about right and then that's when the heart work begins because When he ends up choosing a a girl and a person, it will be for for all her amazing qualities. And she has chosen him for all his amazing qualities. But then, as they get to know each other better... Hi, Caesar. I don't know if you can hear my cat purr. He says that when he's hungry. Yeah, I'm going to come and feed you in a second, okay? Um I totally lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry guys. Um He have chosen her for her amazing qualities and vice versa. Cause obviously on this show no one will show yeah, they're vulnerable, but vulnerability is a very different thing than bad habits. Then um, low self-esteem that can, you know, trigger not only bad habits, but also like bad behavior and unconscious wiring, unconscious beliefs and all kinds of, yeah, things. And that's not something that gets exposed on a show like this because a lot of us are not even aware of all our bad habits before we you know end up with a partner who pushes that button all the time so we can't help but you know act out all all the all the crappy stuff that we need to that we eventually got got together with that partner for so we can work through because that's basically how I believe it all, you know, fits together. Um, We fall in love with a person who can, who in some sense completes us, but also is capable of tearing us apart. Um, And not in the, not in the, you know, not that he would deliberately tear us apart, but again, push those buttons that, that are not good for us that doesn't serve us anymore that doesn't have a purpose that does not protect us from anything it 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 um it actually doing the other thing it limits us and it's preventing us from from moving forward and moving up so yeah i didn't really have a theme this podcast i just wanted to express how How I'm a little disappointed that I feel like a lot of these emotions that are put on display. And I, I know that these girls are experiencing real emotions. But I also believe that it's easier to get over because they they lived in a bubble. And it was a little bit like pretend. Like Matt has just been a dream guy from day 1 and all of the girls are looking at him with those dream guy eyes so he cannot help but live out his dream guy qualities so he's been he's been like an amazing version of himself for the entire season of the bachelor because he can't no one is looking at him for anything but all the amazing good things so obviously That's what's going to be brought out in him. Um, It's a little different with the other girls because, you know, they project all kinds of crap onto each other. Um, But him, and then when the spotlight turns off and he is alone with the partner or whoever, if he ends up, you know, ending up with someone, who knows. um, Then, yeah. Obviously, some couples have made it and some couples don't. But it's just a little frustrating looking from the outside and all the drama being promoted more than like watching the relationship unfolding and building. Because that's what I'm interested in. And I feel like so many people could benefit from that. To see how relationships are built, how connections are formed, how vulnerability are not anything to be ashamed of, is not anything to be afraid of, takes courage, takes bravery, how well it can be received because, you know, he's this dream guy. So obviously he's not going to shame them or guilt trip any one of those girls, no matter what they are going through no one absolutely no one will um you know feel bad for opening up to him other than what they have internalized and other the what what those what they expect to like feel within themselves because they have made this to be such a bad thing and I would love to see that more I don't care about the bullying and all the other stuff that all the girls are doing to one another and I and i understand that that's the premise of reality tv but i just think the other way the 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 building of relationships would be like that's so much more beneficial for all of us instead of us talking about like who who is better who is worse who won who did not who who was the who was the bully and who did they bully and 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 what kind of nasty thing? Were the most nasty thing to say to anybody? Like, no, let's not pay attention to that. We, let's not, let's not make that what the show is all about. The show is about two people finding love, and in this, you know, in this uh, certain situation, it's a l- lot more than two people finding love. But yeah. But I I know that we can't get one without the other because the relationship is also all the hardship. It's also being brutally honest sometimes and yelling and being in disagreement and arguing and being heated and being angry. But I just feel like it could have been milked less. We didn't have to see so much of that. We could just have focused on, you know, the good things. And, and I wonder if Matt are seeing the girls more than we see. Like, he's literally only going on two one-on-one dates and one group date a week out of seven days. That's what he does. The rest of the time, he just sits in, a, in, in his hotel room or what? I'm not sure I get it. I don't understand why they don't do a lot more. Why don't they do six one-on-one dates a week? And they don't have to be whole days. They can just be lunch dates. Like, to get that more time in. I'm sure that could be, like, it would be less dramatic between the girls. It would be more footage for the camera crew. It would be, it would be less, there would be less, um, resentment between the girls it wouldn't be so much about you know oh i can't get time in i can't get time in it'll be much more organic and natural um natural process i feel like a lot of the girls would be eliminated much easier but maybe they've yeah i just yeah i don't care for the drama and you know this Imagine if all the girls were just like, no, he's not for me. We couldn't make it work. And he would be like, no, now we've had like three conversations and this is not the girl for me. It would be so much easier and we wouldn't be like feeling all stressed out because all this drama. Well, I could keep on talking about this um, drama and it's not or about... How much I don't want the drama to happen, and it's not gonna happen, so I am just gonna leave you here. Um, and hometowns are next week, and I'm sure I'll have stuff to say about that. Um, and this episode ended up being 30 minutes anyway, so if you, um yeah if you if if you like this podcast please like it and share it and rate it that would mean a lot to me and um if you have any suggestions to topics or to episodes or to situations um please reach out to me on instagram i am on kit underscore um or send me an email and you can also find me on facebook if you want to i have a facebook page also so and i believe you can also you can also send me a a message here on spotify if you listen on spotify obviously so people out there take good care of each other and um have lots and lots and lots of compassion for yourself and for other people because we never know what you know we don't know what other people are struggling with. So until next time, take good care of yourself. I really appreciate you for listening to this episode. I invite you to share this with anyone who might find this helpful or interesting. I would also love to connect with you if you have questions, suggestions for topics, Wanna book a session with me to get my eyes on your situation or simply say hi? You can find me on Instagram at kidlopez underscore or send me an email kit at Take good care of yourself and remember, you are exactly where you're supposed to be.